Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Boyle. And before we dive into this week's episode, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please head on over to your favorite podcast app now and hit subscribe. That way you'll be notified when we release an episode every week. Now, this week on the show, I have a special guest, mindset, health, and business mentor, Ashley Camilla. Ashley is a certified neuro-linguistic programming Reiki and nutrition expert. She started her coaching business back in 2020, and she's on a mission to help ambitious women with big hearts and even bigger dreams build the dreamiest business and health alongside a beautiful life through mindset, business, energetics, and simple strategies. In our conversation today, we talk all about mindset and how our mindset affects what we do, our health, and every aspect of our life. And if you have some big dreams, changing your mindset can help you reach them. So let's have a listen in to our conversation. Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Ashley, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you so much, Kate. I'm really excited for today. I know it's going to be such a good podcast episode. Well, talking about mindset, I think is one of those things that can affect multiple areas of our lives. So, but it's also another area I think people are unsure of. So, it's definitely going to be an amazing conversation. But before we dive in, can you share with listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So, my name is Ashley Kamala Harrison. I'm in Cape Town, South Africa, which I believe Kate was telling me I'm the first South African to be on the podcast. So I am very excited. Um, <laughs> I have a mindset and business mentor for female entrepreneurs. But I also obviously work with females in general who need some assistance with their mindset in terms of, you know, maybe wanting to progress in their career, struggling with money issues. There's so many things that I can help people with in general, um, really helping them to let go of the things that are telling them that they can't have the life that they want. So that's ultimately where my passion is. And I also have a podcast called She Shifts, which Kate has been on. And I'm so excited to release that episode. Um, yeah, so that's kind of a little bit about the work I do now. And there has been a journey to get me here, but this is what I'm doing currently. Amazing. And talking about mindset, what is mindset? Yeah, this is a very good question. In my in my way, what I think of mindset, it's how you perceive things. And when I say things, I was like, how you perceive the world, how you perceive yourself, how you perceive money, how you perceive your career or your business. Um, there's so many aspects. It's all about what, when you think about something, what are the beliefs you have about it? How do you see it? And is how you see it benefiting your life? Or is it taking you away from the life you want? Oh, I would think too. Is it the true representation of what's actually happening? Because I think we can sometimes really, you know, say like body image, we might have a terrible body image of ourselves, but realistically, like, you know, we're just like every other human and there's nothing wrong with us. 
Yeah, absolutely. This is very true. So that's why I say it's almost like it's it's the way you look at the world through a lens that you have. So you might look at your body and be like, oh my gosh, look how fat I am or look at this or, you know, and someone might look at you and be like, oh my gosh, you have like the most amazing body. I wish I had your body. It's how we see ourselves and how we see the things around us that are, you know, create our mindset. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that example I think of <laughs> happens quite a lot for, especially for women that they can definitely relate to that because we all have those days where we probably do beat ourselves up way more than we should. And then someone gives us a compliment and we're like, oh, yeah, okay. Things, I, I'm not that bad. I do look pretty good. Yeah. Now, why is mindset so important? We've obviously, I mean, we've just sort of broached and touched on that sort of body image side of it, which can really affect us. But how does it affect us in other ways? Mm, So I like your question about why is mindset so important? It's important if what you're currently experiencing in life or the way you're currently feeling about yourself or the things that are happening to you you don't want to, if that makes sense. The life that you're living right now just isn't what you had in mind for yourself. You're feeling there's so much pain with it. Maybe there's a lot of things that trigger you, a lot of arguments. You're not where you want to be in your career. You're not making the money you want. Um, you know, maybe you're afraid to do something, but it's something you really want to do. There's so many ways that our mindset can hold us back from having more or having the things we want in life. And people can go through this for years. If you know so many people who've deeply desire to make more money in their life, yet they now at 80, 84, and they still haven't been able to achieve that. It's it's because of how they view money. It's because of their thoughts around money. It's because they haven't chosen to do work to see money differently. Same with health. Um, you know, obviously we've spoken about the body thing. It's some people will strive for years to get on that band, you know, to to get off the bandwagon of dieting and be like, okay, this is how I want to see my body. This is what I'm going to do to get it. This is the mindset shift I need. But they never take that action to shift their mindset to see health differently so that they can stay consistent with it or they can have momentum to do the things that they know they need to in order to feel a certain way or to get back, you know, to feel really healthy. So why do you think, you know, it happens so much, and I think the last few years have kind of brought it up for a lot of people, that it takes like a big event for people to actually make that shift, whether or not, you know, it might be a scare with an illness or a disease or the world shuts down, but, you know, these big events happen and then finally people have that sort of mindset shift and they finally make the change. Yeah, so the reason this happens is because where they are, the pain is so much greater than being in outside of their comfort zone. So there comes a point in everyone's life is that they want something different, but being but stepping out of their comfort zone feels too scary. It's when they reach a breaking point that where they are is so painful that they have no other option but to choose something differently. So the comfort zone doesn't look so out being outside of their comfort zone doesn't look so bad because where they are is actually too painful for them to stay. Yeah, which is really sad. Like when you think that we may be staying in a relationship or staying in a job or something that we're really not happy in, but that feels more comfortable than almost the fear of the unknown, essentially. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's like maybe you're dating in your 30s and you're worried now, you know, this partner is not the right one, but you don't want to start the dating process again because you're worried about time and how you're going to be so old. And, you know, so there's so many things that we can convince ourselves that we need to stay in the situation we are because of other fears we have. 
Whereas, truthfully, if you're really honest with yourself, you would realize that, okay, it's going to be scary to let go of this relationship or to let go of whatever I'm doing that I know isn't good for me. But I'm going to trust that it's going to be okay. So I think we do come to that breaking point where it's like where I am is just not okay. And I'm, I need to go, I need to step into outside my comfort zone because I need something different to happen. So before we get to that point, because we never obviously want to get to that point, what can we start to work on to help change our mindset so we don't get there? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the key thing is obviously awareness. I think a lot of us aren't being honest with ourselves when things aren't working or things aren't how we want them to be. And we almost ignore it and we're like, no, it'll get better. We convince ourselves that it's it'll be get it'll get better. That person didn't mean to hurt us, or our money situation will improve. And then nothing happens, but we keep having this hope that things are going to change. But every time we think about money or every time we with this person in our relationship, there's these really uncomfortable emotions that come up. And I think that's the first thing is to look at the the negative emotions that are coming up constantly. Obviously, I mean, it's normal in every relationship to have an argument with someone and feel really bad during that process. But, you know, during the argument and afterwards, when you're trying to deal with now this fight that you had (laughs) can be really uncomfortable. But if it's something that you're experiencing every single day where you're feeling really negative or really uncomfortable around certain things and you know that you want something different, but you're just not being honest with yourself on what that looks like or not even giving yourself the space to decide what that's going to look like because you just are, you know, you're experiencing what you're experiencing right now and and there's a part of you that's just ignoring it. Like, no, it'll get better someday. It'll be, it'll be okay. And then it never does. So that's the first thing I'd say is definitely looking at, you know, being honest, really being honest with yourself about how you want your life to be and why it's not there, why it's not there at the moment. And then ask yourself, okay, well, what I believe about X, Y, Z as to why I don't have this thing yet. So if you really want, you know, to, let's say you're really unhealthy at the moment and you want to prioritize your health, it would be looking at, okay, well, what do I believe about being healthy? Do I believe that I have to sacrifice my time because I need to go to the gym and I need to meal prep? It's like there's so many things that we we almost convince ourselves not to do it because we're like it's going to take something away from us because we use this as a way to keep ourselves safe from what's unfamiliar. So, yes, we really do want to be healthier. We really do want to find love, but we with safe where we are right now. So we make up all these excuses as to why we shouldn't be doing these things. So no, I'm not, meal prep's going to take time away from me going to the gym. I just don't have that time. We use all these excuses to stop us from having what we really want. And we procrastinate. And as humans, we like familiarity and we like routines. And so when there's disruption, then that kind of for for most of us, we don't we don't like it. So I guess that's why we try to avoid it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely we we are adaptable, but it's the change, the process of change that can feel really scary and unsafe and without knowing, you know, there are a lot of us who want to know what's going to happen if we do something. So yeah, you're right. It's the unfamiliarity, it's the unsafety of it. Yeah. And then what's the difference between mindset and manifestation? Because I feel there's a lot of talk out there about, you know, money manifesting and and that. So how can we differentiate between the two? Yeah. So those two are very much interlinked. So that's why it's very difficult to differentiate because you are manifesting 24-7 because of the beliefs that you are thinking. So your beliefs attract 
the reality you're currently experiencing. So that's why if you want to make more money, you need to change the way you think about money. And that's so that you can create a different reality. So your thoughts are basically being put out into the universe. They're creating the reality that you're experiencing, and then you are manifesting that reality. So the two are so interlinked. So it's very hard to differentiate between the two because your mindset is how you manifest. And that's why they speak a lot about, obviously, like manifesting more money. It's you've got to change your beliefs. You've got to change your mindset on money because if you want more money, but you believe that money makes people greedy or that money doesn't grow on trees, what you're telling yourself is, I'm going to be a bad person if I make money. And you're also telling yourself, well, there isn't enough available and there's lack and scarcity. So you're going to create that reality for yourself. Are you going to stop yourself from making money because those are the beliefs you're choosing to think? Mm. Well, I think that's probably a really good thing to highlight because without even realizing it, I think so many of us have these types of thought, whether or not it's around money or maybe it's body image. So if we're constantly having these negative thoughts and that's what we're putting out into the universe as well, then that's probably what we're going to be receiving in return. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Same with body image. If you're constantly looking at yourself and you're going, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. Well, chances are no matter what you do, you're going to start putting on weight because that's what you're telling yourself. And that's what you're going to create. Yeah. And I also think too, you know, it's really different. If you were telling yourself, I don't look good today, you know, my skin's terrible, I feel blah, then when you go out to the world, that's generally how you're presenting yourself in the sense that you're not going to stand up tall, you're not going to probably initiate conversations with people, you know, you're going to be sort of more introverted. And But if you wake up and you say to yourself, I'm confident, I'm strong, you know, I look really good, then you will act a different way too, which will then create different interactions, which could then create, you know, new opportunities. Absolutely. No, completely agree. Your your mindset plays such a big role on your energy and how people react to you. People respond to you based on how you feel about yourself. So that's such a huge thing if you're feeling confident feel like i'm looking good the energy you are putting out there is like yeah i want to talk to people i'm open i'm open to opportunities and you know i'm open to these things and you create that experience for yourself whereas if obviously you close off you're like i'm not looking good today i don't really want to see anyone i don't really want to be here you of course have this closed off energy and you're not going to be experiencing or create or allowing in these new opportunities because of how you're feeling about yourself and the energy that you're putting out there Hi everyone, I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know that my free fully charged five-day challenge is back and it's bigger than ever. We are kicking off on Monday the 13th of November. So if you are ready to end the year strong, to develop really simple, healthy habits in 15 minutes or less a day and do some Pilates with me, then be sure to head on over to the show notes and sign up for my free five-day challenge now. This is going to be an amazing week of health, Pilates, connecting with me, answering your questions. Okay. So really sign up. You've got nothing to lose. Head on over to the show notes now, and I can't wait to see you in the challenge. All right, let's get back to this week's episode. Now, do you have any tricks for people that are like listening in that are going, yeah, I can relate to that. I often get a bit like, oh, down on myself and, and, you know, avoid people because of maybe the way I'm feeling. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of one of the most important things about mindset is that realizing that the beliefs that you have are holding on to hold no value. So what I mean by that is when you're realizing that you're telling yourself, oh, you're not feeling so great about yourself, I would then go, okay, well, has this always been true? And you and then you'll be like, no, yesterday I felt like I was absolutely banging and I was going out and I felt really confident. And then you'll be like, okay, so this isn't something that I've always experienced. Or I would ask myself, like, what else do I know to be true about this right now? So maybe if you're feeling really bad about something, you'll be like, well, actually, I know that if I just go take a shower, maybe I wax my legs, going to feel a lot better and I'm going to feel a lot more like me. Or maybe if I just go give myself a healthy meal, I know that I'm going to feel better about myself. You know, there are things that we can do. Whole thing with mindset, obviously, proving that, well, I say proving, but showing that the beliefs you're holding on to hold no value so that you can feel differently about yourself in that moment. And is there any sort of value in this sort of fake it till you make it kind of mentality in that, you know, you tell yourself that, no, I'm amazing, I'm fantastic, even though you don't believe it, or is it better to do something else? I think it's better to do something else. The reason I say that is because your body rejects what it doesn't believe to be true. So when you're saying affirmations, and let's say you're trying to say, I'm good enough, if you don't believe that, your body doesn't absorb it, it doesn't accept it. So you'll immediately notice as you say, like, I'm good enough, it'll go like, no, you're not. Like, what? Like this is yes. like you're trying too hard here. So what I like to say is there's a, you can have like a bridge of belief where it's called a bridge belief. So it's like, I'm willing to believe that I'm good enough, or I'm choosing to believe, or I'm choosing to see that I'm good enough. That lands a lot softer and your body more easily accepts it than being like, I'm good enough. And your body's like, mm, no, no, I don't believe that today. Like, no. Nah. So the fake it till you make it is really hard because you will feel uncomfortable about it because you'll realize that you're faking it. You don't truly feel like that. Um, so even though you're trying to feel a certain way, the whole time, the whole energy underneath that is going to be really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can definitely relate to that. As you were saying that, I laugh because I'm like, yeah, that would be me going, you're a good. And my other part of my brain would be going, whatever. <laughs> I can see that playing out in my head for sure. <laughs> now, what is the energy first approach that you teach? Yes. Okay. So this is, um, yeah, I suppose this is something that I really speak about a lot with female entrepreneurs, but obviously can be used for anything in life. It's that how you feel about the things you are doing or how you feel about certain things is a lot stronger than the action you're going to take. And what I mean by that, and I'm thinking of it in a sort of an entrepreneurial sense, but for example, let's say you're a salesperson, even if somebody's got a career, if you believe or if you feel really uncomfortable selling, it doesn't matter what action you take or, you know, the process that you use to sell. So maybe it's cold calling or maybe it's, you know, you send out emails or maybe you actually just on social media marketing. If you feel really uncomfortable selling, you aren't going to let yourself sell or you're not going to feel comfortable receiving clients because the action, it doesn't matter what action you're taking because you're just sabotaging, basically you're going to sabotage because it feels really icky to sell. So you're going to procrastinate. You're going to convince yourself why you shouldn't sell today. Um, yeah, same, of course, if you... Um, trying to think of another example now it's like an energy first thing um if you don't feel really good about what you're selling so let's say you're selling something that you actually don't really believe in which i know so many people do people can feel that and chances are you're not going to really let anyone buy because you don't believe that the thing they're going to buy is going to be valuable to them especially if you're a heart-led person 
So that's why it doesn't matter what action you're taking, if you're posting about it daily or if you're speaking to friends about it, if you don't really believe in the thing that you're selling, you're not really going to let people buy because it feels really uncomfortable. So that's why I always speak about an energy first approach, meaning is your mindset and energy on point before you're taking the action? Because you can take that action. That's why so many people, um, you know, in the online space, they'll do all these things, take all this action, but not get the results they want. Even if it's in your life, let's say you're doing all these things to manifest money. Let's say you are, you know, writing in your journal daily or you are maybe you are looking, you're speaking to investors. You know, there's action steps you can take for something to happen. But if you don't feel worthy of receiving money, it doesn't matter what action step you're going to take. You're going to struggle to receive money because you don't feel like you're good enough to have it. Mm. Well, I know I can definitely relate to that because I'm the type of person that's like, if I don't believe in something 110%, then I can't sell it. I feel like it's too linked to my integrity and I value other people's integrity so much that if I did that, I would feel I would feel gross. Like, so, you know, I'm always very careful, which then I guess with my own programs and things too, I probably don't um, promote them or that as much as I should, because I know I have that sort of resistance of, I don't want to be too pushy on people. And, you know, people will choose it if they want to, which again, is a mindset thing that I constantly have to work on, even being in business for 20 plus years. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, it's one of the craziest things. Like, it doesn't matter how you're selling at all, or, you know, the action you're taking to sell it. If you don't feel good about, if you're not sold on the thing you're selling, it's going to be so hard to get people in because you're like saying, buy, buy, buy. But energetically, you're saying, please don't buy from me. Like, please don't buy because I really don't know if it's going to get you results. But, you know, the action you're saying is obviously buy. So that's why I always go for an energy first. Do you feel really confident in what you're doing? Do you feel really sold on what you're selling? Um, how do you feel? And then look at the action that you can do. Because if you feel so sold in the work, the way you're going to show up and sell will be 10 times more powerful than if you are like, "Mm, I don't really believe in this offer, but I'm going to try sell it anyway. Yeah, exactly. So with all my own programs, because I know how much work I've put into them, but I know, you know, with all my clients, all the results that they get, I know that they're fantastic programs, but I often get approached by lots of different businesses that are like, will you promote our, I don't know, our sleep mat? Will you promote whatever, our back brace, our this? And I'm like, no, because one, I always have to use the product. And two, if I don't believe in it, then I I just can't do it. I, I just goes against everything that I believe in really. And I know as a consumer, I wouldn't want to be trying to purchase something from someone that they're not even using. So, which I know happens all the time, but yeah, I don't know. That's just part of what I, how I work anyway. Now, how do people, if they have this resistance, you know, maybe they desire to, you know, move overseas and have, you know, a different life, how do they overcome these resistances that may be stopping them from doing a big change or a big shift? Mm -hmm. So I think the thing is that when there's a lot of resistance, it means that there's a lot of fear behind something. And I think it's when you find that fear and you find out what the story is, where you can, where the work will really happen. So there's a reason that we are afraid to change something. And when you dig deep and you say, okay, well, what am I actually afraid is going to happen? Well, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose all my friends, that my partner and I are going to be estranged because he'll be working 24-7. Like there are big fears that come up with that. And when you find what the fear is, 
then you can work with it. And a lot of the time that actually just looks like making your ego feel safe. And that looks like talking to it and being like, okay, I understand that you're afraid if we move overseas, we're not going to have any friends and we'll be really lonely. Now, I hear you and I understand that that's a big fear. And I yeah, just obviously letting your ego know that you hear it, you understand it's fear, but also saying, but I choose to trust that I will make effort to make friends. I choose to trust that they are someone that I will go and join a community club or I will make friends at my you know door to school. It's really soothing that voice that is really like, we can't do this because this is really scary. And when you see that voice, the resistance is a lot softer. It's a lot easier to make the move because you've now spoken to that party that is really scared and really triggered by the something that you're going to do. Mm. And how do we say we're like, yep, yeah, okay, we're committed to moving overseas. We made that mind shift set shift and we're like, yeah, when we get over there, we are going to join two clubs to meet with people and we'll we'll network and do this. How do we actually make ourselves follow through to then do those things that our mindset, you know, shift that we've been working on? Yeah, absolutely. So I know what you mean. It's like, okay, well, now we're soothing our fear and it's like, okay, well, are we going to do those things? Um, well, the whole thing is that when you get to that other side, you know, once you've moved over, whatever, and then you like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I think it all depends on how strong the desire is to make friends. So that for, that's the first thing. It's like, okay, well, now you've moved over. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't feel like you need to make friends right now. I think that, um, you know, trying to force yourself to do something can be very, can be more detrimental at that stage. But if obviously you, you open our seas now and you've got that fear and you're like, okay, now I'm really lonely. Now, I'm really experiencing that. So asking yourself, okay, well, what can I do to change this? What do I need right now to feel, you know, like I'm not lonely? What do I need right now to make friends? And really asking yourself, because when you speak to yourself, you're going to get the answers you need. And then it's just about realizing, well, I need to go and take that action. And that obviously comes with like the drive, the desire, how badly do I really want to make friends right now? Because that determines how driven someone is to actually take that action, that next action step. Yeah. Well, that reminds me when I moved overseas to Europe and I was in that exact same position, I moved over there, I had no friends. I had to step out of my comfort zone because, you know, when you're at home, you have friends from probably from when you grew up or, you know, through your family and it's really easy to fall into those patterns. But when you've got to do something new, it's like you said, you're either going to be lonely or if your desire is to not be lonely, then that will overcome that. And then you will step out of your comfort zone and do it. So it almost gives you that little push that you may need. And I know I developed so many more life skills by making that move for that period of time and having to create, you know, new friends, find my way around a new country, try to learn a different language, all of these things that I wouldn't have done if I had just stayed in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. It's well, there's obviously the desire to do that was very strong, you know, for you to go and experience something different and to yeah, you learn so much along the way. I think it's, I think that's something that's so great about being able to create your own life is that it gets to look different and you get to create it the way you want it to, which is awesome. Yeah. And I think, you know, I always say to my girls, you are in the driver's seat of your life. You're not the passenger. So if you want something to change, then you need to take action and do something. But I think so often, you know, life gets busy. We may, you know, we've got families and jobs and we kind of get into these routines. And sometimes it does feel like we're almost the passenger in our own lives because life is just going by and we're just continuing to do the same thing. 
Now, I usually finish our podcast by asking my guests if there's one piece of advice that our listeners could go away and instigate straight away after listening to this podcast, what would it be? I think it would be to look at the areas of your life that you are not satisfied with, that you know you know that you've been wanting to change for a while, but you just haven't got there or you haven't, you don't know how to change it. Because I think with the mindset work, a lot of people don't understand that that is what needs to change first. It's inner work first before taking action. Um, or actually you can take action. There's, it depends on the, it depends what you want to go do. But basically I would tell them to go look at the areas of their life they're not happy with right now. And I would ask them to ask themselves, what do I believe about this? So for example, if it's money, what do I believe about money? If it's relationships, what do I believe about love? If it's about family, what do I believe about family? And then the first answer is usually the belief that you are that you are like is your dominant thought around that area, because you can have limiting beliefs and positive beliefs about something you want. It's the thought that you choose to focus on that determines the reality you create. So sitting here right now, I can choose to believe that money doesn't grow on trees, but I can also choose to believe that I'm really worthy of making a lot of money. It's the one I'm choosing to focus on that is going to determine whether I make money or not. So I mm. think so, so when they go and ask themselves those questions in each area of their life that they're unsatisfied with, they'll be like, okay, well, what do I believe about this? And the first belief that pops up is usually the dominant belief that they are holding on to, the dominant belief that they are using to create that experience for themselves. And then once they've done that and they've pinpointed all these beliefs that they're holding on to as to why they don't have exactly the thing that they want and um, then it would be like, okay, well, what else do I know to be true about this? So what else do I know to be true about, you know, money? Well, I know that last year I actually made a lot of money or this year I'm getting a bonus or I actually know that I money is always there and it supports me. So it's like when you ask yourself that question, you see different ways as to how that belief, like I said, holds no value. And that immediately puts you into a better mindset, a better energy space to attract more what you want. Mm. And I'm assuming too, a lot of these beliefs that we may have around things, we may have adopted from other people, or it may have been the way we were brought up or something to do with our culture as well. Yes, absolutely. There's past life beliefs, there's generational beliefs. There are, you know, obviously beliefs that we've had in this lifetime. There's beliefs that came from our parents. There's so many different ways that we've taken on these beliefs that aren't our own. And that's why it's so important. It's like, just because they are have come from the past or they believe that you have adopted, the great thing is that you get to change those beliefs. Just because you have them now doesn't mean that you have to stick with them. And I think that's where a lot of the inner work comes in when you do like in a, you know, child work, like inner child healing or um, you do, uh, you know, like parental healing, maybe there's something where you go back into your past lives and you look at beliefs that you've carried through into this life. There's just... There's so many things that, um, you know, beliefs that we do take on with us. But the great thing is once you know what the belief is, you can choose to change it. I think that's where the power lies. A hundred percent. And I think even if you're, I don't know, journaling or exploring those beliefs and considering them, and like you said, you know, looking at if it's money, looking at some of those common phrases that, you know, we used to have that money doesn't grow on trees and and that. And if we do actually believe that or if that's just something we've been hearing all our lives, so that's why we've adopted it. Yeah, absolutely. I know my dad used to say that to me all the time. Money isn't growing trees. And I realized I was like, okay, well, where did this belief come from? That's another good question to ask yourself if you find a belief. It's like, okay, well, where did this belief come from? Because like I don't remember, you know, some, you know, I remember someone telling me this belief. Okay, so that's why I had this belief. Well, just because my dad said it doesn't mean that's going to be true for me, kind of thing. 
um, mm. yeah, so much power in the awareness of where the belief came from as well. Yeah, and again, that's just some work that sometimes might take a little time to dive into, but can show a lot when you do. Yes, absolutely. It's it's almost the awareness is almost ninety percent of the work done because knowing why we are experiencing something, it gives us so much power to choose differently. So that's always like say the awareness of the belief, the awareness of your pattern is 90% of the work done because in that moment you're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly why I've been creating this. So this is exactly why I've been experiencing this in my life. Now I know I can change it. Now oh, it's all, almost in that instance, almost like, oh, I don't subscribe to that. Like I don't, I brought, I have hold on that belief to my entire life and I actually don't really believe that it's true. So in those moments, there's like, there can be big breakthroughs. Yeah, and it seems so simple when you say it like that, but when you've believe, been believing something for 20, 30, or 40 years, you don't even question it. Like, so, hmm. Now, where can listeners uh, reach out and connect with you and hear your podcast? So they can definitely follow me on Instagram at it's Ashley Camilla. My website is ashleycamilla.com. And then I am on Facebook, it's Ashley Harrison. So they can all find me oh. amazing well i'll link that all up in the show notes too for listeners but thank you so much for coming on the show actually it's been lovely talking to you on the podcast thanks so much case i really enjoyed it thanks for listening into the podcast please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast